We interrupt this program to bring you a quick word from our sponsor. And Zambezi Group is back again for all of you people living in Botswana. They have protective face shields that are going for only 55 pula. That's it, 55 pula. The shield provides a clear barrier directly in front of your face and also serves as a reminder for you not to touch your face. It is made from food grade, clear plastic, and does not obstruct your vision. And the best part is, it comes in five amazing colors. That's navy blue, maroon, black, white, and teal, so that you can stay fashionable, but still protect yourself from coronavirus. If you'd like to order yours now, all you have to do is give them a call on plus two six seven seven four nine eight nine five double eight that's plus two six seven seven four nine eight nine five double eight they're only going for 55 pula so make sure you get yours now and let them know that kwama sent you okay gird your loins it's now time to start the show you get young say when you saw say your V lips get glossy. You my main my dessert and my entree to infinity and Beyonce. But then yash and Nicki Minaj is big 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 like what 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 I said. Yash and Nicki Minaj is big 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 like iPhone 10 plus. I y'all grab your cups and get ready to discuss can we talk can we talk hallelujah holla back culture kids welcome to another super exciting supercalifragilisticexpialidocious surreal fantastic spectacular episode of can we talk the podcast where we celebrate and critique the best in Afrobeats. We do this every Saturday because Saturdays are for who? Me, K-W-A-M-E. Used to be called official Kwame and Kwame Kardashian, but I've sort of let go of those AKAs. I'm just over it, so you can just call me Kwame now. And I'm a pan-African entertainer, curator, and entrepreneur. If you are new to the show, I'm going to show you how we started here, okay? What we do first is we're going to get into a little bit of motivation. This is basically reflections I've had over the week and how I've been feeding my soul and my spirit. Wow, my Pisces is really jumping out. Anyway, so I was having a conversation with my mom earlier this week post-lockdown because Botswana is finally, I mean, we're still under a state of emergency, whatever that means, but we finally no longer need permits to be able to move um, outside of our neighborhoods. I know it was crazy for 50 days, but we were debating and discussing this tweet that has gone viral that talked about, um, well, to paraphrase, that said something to the effect of, remember who checked on you during a lockdown that alluded to the fact that perhaps if people, your friends, your family, your loved ones, whoever it is, did not check on you during the lockdown period of the COVID-19 pandemic, that they don't really care about you. And I don't necessarily agree with that idea. I think what we need to take away from this lockdown, or personally what I'm taking away from this lockdown, is you need to remember what you learned about who you are 
and what you really need in your life, what you need in your life, who you need in your life, and what is most important to you, what is essential to you. And I was listening to a podcast by Sia Beile called The Solo Series, and he was speaking about the orbit of your life. And for me, the orbit of your life is all of the things that feed you, whether it be mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, the things that you do, your hobbies, your friends, your loved ones who feed your spirit and build you up to be the person that you are that um, allow you to survive. So think about that in the context of your home, wherever it is that you live, whoever lives with you or wherever it is that you live, that immediate circle, all of the things that you have around you that you need on a daily, on a daily basis to keep you going, that is your orbit. And this time for me taught me the importance of that orbit and what feeds it. Because in order to feed yourself and to heal yourself and to take care of yourself, you need to continuously feed and interact with that orbit. So for me, this was all of the things that keep me sane, <laughs> keep me um, entertained, keep me enriched, keep me inspired, um, that just fill me up, whether it be people that I spoke to or things I engaged in, such as this podcast, and I've decided to focus my life on those things. I think anything and everyone outside of those things, and this I'm don't take this in negative connota- connotation, anything and everyone outside of what immediately feeds or makes up the structure of your orbit is peripheral. And that's okay. You cannot fit the entire galaxy into one room. Let people and things in your life play their position and occupy their space. Not everything has to be within your orbit. There are things outside of that that may have different functions in your life, different purposes in your life, but not necessarily every single one of them has to be in, in within your orbit. And it's okay. Um, I think another thing that I learned is that you can't expect everything from every from everyone. Everybody and everything in your life, from your car to your relationships to your job, what have you, your work has its function and its purpose. And when you try to ask of something or someone to perform something outside of their purpose and their function in your life, it's kind of like trying to drink soup with a fork. You get what I mean? So if you have that, maybe that one friend that is your friend that you like to go to movies with, your friend that you like to shop with, the friend that you like to discuss different things with, or maybe the friend you like to party with, you can't expect one friend or family member or person or thing in your life to fill all of those roles. If you're lucky enough, you have people in your life that usually exist in within your orbit that can fill various spaces within your life. But when you have people or things on the peripheral, you can't expect them to do things that your orbit does. And that's okay. What you have to do is use your orbit to feed yourself so that you can give back to not only yourself, but to the people and the things that you care about that uplift you within your orbit and then you are able to be in service to commun- to your community and to the people who live on your peripheral those are your acquaintances your uh, business partners or people you interact with and things like that now another thing that this um, time has taught me especially coming from Botswana where you needed permits to go outside of your neighborhood you had to apply every single day for a permit to say where you're going, why, why you're going there, as to what you're going to do, and they would give you a time frame in, in which you um, are able to do that. And for me, I've decided to take that and apply that into my own life in the sense of 
This is what you kind of have to do with your friends, your acquaintances, your experiences. When you're about to make a move, you're about to take a new um, new direction, you're about to do something new, go and hang out with something, whatever it is in your life, you need to sit down and give yourself permission to do so. You need to ask yourself, well, where is it that I'm going? Or where is it that I intend to go? Why is it that I am doing this? How does it feed me? And give it a time frame. So when you ask it of its purpose, whatever it is, whatever decision or choice you're making in your life, when you ask it of its purpose, that's when you ask it, whatever it, or you set your intentions for yourself of what you intend to achieve from this choice that you want to make, from this next decision you want to do, from this next move that you want to do. And then you have to ask yourself whether it is an essential service to you and to your orbit. And then give yourself a time frame of how long it is you want to engage with that thing or that person and hold yourself accountable, evaluate it so that you can protect yourself and your orbit. And there's absolutely not every person that you meet has to, you know, lead to some sort of business deal or has to be heavily involved in your life. There are people that or things that you want to do strictly because of leisure. And that's absolutely fine because that's something that feeds you as well. But then do that. Permit yourself every time you're making a decision, you're making a choice. Permit yourself and ask yourself those questions. Where am I going to? Why am I doing this? For how long is it that I want to do this? And how is this serving me? And what I want to leave you guys with for my reflections this week is ask yourself this question. Is it serving me? And if it is or it isn't serving me, is it deserving of me? Is it deserving of your time, your presence, your attention, your essence? Is it deserving of all of those things that make you you? Whether it is you get into an argument, you're feeling a certain emotion. Is it deserving of you to react in a certain way? And the interaction that you're having or the experience that you're taking, is it serving you? So I'm going to say it one more time. Ask yourself, is this serving me and if it is or it isn't is it deserving of me right now let's get into our first official segment in the show this is the part that we call president aka presidu and we give flowers where flowers are due first up rwanda was going to be using robots to aid in the fight against covid19 they have created five anti epidemic robots which have been given some fun rwandan names such as akazuba irikezi um Mwiza, Nabo, and Urumuri. Nice, right? Now, they have been equipped with screening capabilities, and the robots have the ability to apparently deliver food and medication to patients' rooms, capture data, and notify officers on duty about detected abnormalities. Now, the part that really stuck out for me is that these robots have the ability to screen 50 to 150 people per minutes absolutely amazing shout out to you rwanda moving on to ethiopia if you're a comic book fan and you're looking for some african graphic novels to get into listen up this could be for you founder of etan comics and ethiopian writer bezerat debebe that's a really cool surname has been nominated for this year's nomo awards for african speculative fiction for his Hari comic in the category of best graphic novel now Hari is the first female comic to ever come out of Ethiopia. It centers around a female superhero 
um, a young Ethiopian woman named Emmett, who is tasked with having to rescue her mother after she's been abducted. Now, according to the writer, the story is about returning to one's roots and having the courage to rise above the challenges that come with seeking reconciliation and belonging, which I think is something that we can all relate to, whether literally or figuratively. So if you are into perhaps a Scarlet Witch, the character from X-Men, you might be into this you might be into this as, as well so if you want to check it out all you have to do is go onto the website which is etancomics.com that is e t a n comics.com and you can purchase it for just $4.99 it's american dollars okay moving on to award winning actress and activist literally i don't know what's going on with me today Ghanaian actress and activist Lydia Forsen. She's the latest addition to Ghanaian celebrities who are serving as Commonwealth Goodwill Ambassadors. Fun stuff. Now, she actually announced this earlier in the month, and I completely forgot about it. I just saved it in my notes to talk about it, so I figured let's talk about it now. She joins the likes of Becca, Jackie Apia, Kitty, and Kwesi Arthur, who are Goodwill Ambassadors for the Queen's Commonwealth Essay Competition. Now, that competition apparently has tasked the actress to be a part of its new chapter of its COVID-19 campaign. And shout out to Lydia Forsen, because when I first read this, I was just like, there is no one that they could have picked that would be better for this. Because what I love about her, especially as an activist, is that she often lends her voice in spaces that might be dangerous for her because I know they've threatened her and they threaten her and cyberbully her all the time but she's constantly lending her voice to people that are voiceless so shout out to her I hope she does an exceptional job as I know she would not to mention the fact that she's a brilliant actress um, she actually has a movie that's on Netflix right now called Keteke that I, if I'm not mistaken she won an award for so if you guys want to check it out it is available they're promoting it during the Africa month that Netflix is doing and also hi hello Netflix if you'd like to come and advertise on this space we are available for you and all you artists too you can contact us at info.officialkwami at gmail.com okay shall we get into the gist because we have so much to talk about aren't you excited Rightio, let's get into iGist, and this is where we talk about everything that you guys are talking about on the African internet. I think let's start in South Africa? Why not? Blood and Water, which is a South African Netflix original, is out right now, and everybody's talking about it. It's really good. From what I've seen from the trailer, I personally have not watched it yet. Probably by the time you're listening to this, I would have at least seen episode one. But everybody's raving about it, and I really want to see it. It's six episodes. And if you kind of like Elite, the Netflix show, or you are a fan of Gossip Girl, this might be the show for you. It's a coming-of-age thriller following one girl who infiltrates a prestigious... What is going on with my English today? It is a coming-of-age thriller following one girl who infiltrates a prestigious school in order to investigate the disappearance of her sister. The show is set in Cape Town, South Africa, with most of the action taking place at a prep school. Now, it also features music in the season finale of the show by a Motswana um, soul R&B artist by the name of Impor Sabina. A really nice track called Love's Light. So definitely check it out if it sounds like you're a kind of thing. Also, there's a hottie in there that all the girls are talking about on the internet. He goes by the name of Tabang Malaba and he plays the character of KB. Now he's also famous for portraying the character of Gift Mabuza on the South African hit series show or TV show, The Queen 
Mzanzi, which is really dope, actually. I've, I've watched a couple of episodes. And of course, you know, I'd have the Instagram handle for you, so you can go check him out for yourself. His handle is at Tabang Molaba. That is T-H-A-B-A-N-G-M-O-L-A-B-A underscore. You got it? Blood and Water now holds the number one spot on the top 10 of Netflix. And I'm not just talking about South Africa. In the USA and several other countries as well. It is the first South African original to do so. Moving on to my home country, Tanzania. Popular Tanzanian comedian Idris Sultan was recently arrested and placed in police custody for allegedly cyberbullying President John Magafuli. For those of you who have not seen the video, it basically is a, is a picture of the president in a big oversized suit and Idris Sultan is just laughing at it. He doesn't say anything mean or derogatory. In fact, he doesn't comment at all. You know, so many people on social media have condemned Sultan's arrest, citing a crackdown on freedom of expression in the country. And I kind of sort of agree. I feel so long as nobody's defaming you or spreading false information, if they're just having a little bit of a laugh, it should be okay. Why is everybody so hypersensitive? Anyway, as a result, there is now a rallying cry to have Sultan released under the banner hashtag free Idris Sultan. And I'm sure by the time that you guys are listening to this, he would be out because it's really unfair. Moving on to artist royalties in Ghana, Antoine Mensah, who is a radio and TV personality. Um, recently did a Twitter thread on how to get your music royalties from Ghana's royalty collecting system, which is Gamro. Now, he gave a couple points that each artist should ask themselves if they're trying to collect their royalties. Number one, have I registered with Gamro, i.e. have you given them the right to track and collect royalties on your behalf? Number two, have you submitted the split sheets for each of your songs from which you are expecting those royalty forms? Does Gamro have the metadata needed to track where your song is being played or used? Now, he goes on to state the question two is very important. You can't expect royalties for your music that cannot be traced for music you haven't submitted details for. If an artist is making, let's say, for example, 100 CDs after 10 years, it's most likely from those particular strong songs that he or she has registered. And he goes on to finally conclude saying, please do your research, ask the right questions. The structures are there. Just make sure that you do your part to tap into them. And I completely agree because a lot of the information that he shared, he's done some other threads on various things related to the music industry in Ghana, were very educational for me. And I think it is something that every artist needs to be conversant in, okay? Moving on to Billboard, they recently did an online concert series called Live at Home that highlights rising artists from across the African continent, from countries such as Ghana, South Africa, and Nigeria. Now, some of the artists that were featured were Ghana's own Kwesi Arthur, um, Masiki from South Africa, who I absolutely love. She has a song called Fetch Your Life, or is it Fetch My Life? It's Fetch Your Life. Um, well, the song is by Prince KB, but it features her. It's one of my favorite songs to come out in the past three years. You guys should really check it out. In fact, just tonight, I was watching Ghanaian alte artist Amare's performance. World from Nigeria also performed, and Nisi also from Nigeria, including several other artists. Now, artists that have also featured in the past on this concert series include CeeLo Green, um, Kenny G, Tanache, Hanson as an mbap. That that do them. Shaggy and Chloe and Haley who have this new song out called Do It that I absolutely love. I haven't had quite the time to learn the choreo from the video yet, but I will get there. 
Now let's travel the diaspora. Model and artist Elton Mason has shared his new coming-of-age film called Rise and Light in collaboration with Melanin Unscripted. And literally every publication that I read, every blog that I follow has been talking about the short film from I. Muller to Vogue to OK Africa, the list goes on. Now the visuals were shot in the Lagos as an introduction to Alton Mason's musical debut, Gimme Gimme, and has also doubled as a social impact campaign in the face of the current pandemic. Now, Mason and Melanin Unscripted founder Amarachi Inwosu set out with the goal of raising 10,000 US dollars for the Nigerian based um, Khan Foundation to help provide relief packages for families on the ground and were able to reach their goal in just 24 hours. So, shout out to the two of them. And if you guys have not seen the short film, you definitely have to see it. It's really, really dope. Keeping it in Nigeria, Nigerian actress Yvonne Orji, who you might know as Molly from the HBO series Insecure, she's going to be debuting her first hour-long comedy special on HBO. It is called Yvonne Orji, Mama, I Made It. It is happening Saturday, the 6th of June. Now, I thought it was really funny when I saw the poster because under the title it says, it was either this or medical school. <laughs> if you guys want to watch it, you can catch Yvonne Orji, Mama, I Made It, June 6th, like I told you on HBO, HBO Now, and HBO Go, HBO um, Demand, and partner streaming platforms. That's for everybody who lives in like America and has these things. For the rest of us, we know we're gonna boot like it, okay? And finally, let's talk about Burner Boy. He's been trending on Twitter because... So what happened was... Nigerian superstar Davido posted a picture of him and other Nigerian superstar, Wizkid, right? And Davido described the two of them as the greatest African superstars. Now that did not sit too well with Burner Boy, because in a Snapchat post that has now been deleted, he said, You cannot play football, everybody knows you cannot play football, and you are an embarrassment to the team, but your daddy bought the football team. For people who do not know, Davido comes from a privileged background, so although Burner Boy did not mention anybody's name, People have put two and two together and decided that it is indeed DeVito that he was talking about. Now, what's really exciting for me is I noticed that this happens over the weekend when DeVito and Burner Boy are going to be performing at Idris Elba's Africa Day Benefit Concert, hmm, which is going to be screened on MTV Base and YouTube on Monday. Also performing at the concert is Yemi Alade, Tiwa Savage, Adekule Gold, Nini Yola, uh, Ricardo Banks, Angelique Akijo, who I absolutely love, Sauti Soul, Shoma Josie, Two Fan, aka um, Diamond Platinums, Fali Pupa, Nasty C, Stoneboy, BB Cool, Busiswa, C4 Pedro, Manifest, Salif Keita, DJ Maparisa, and Kabza Small Cannot wait to see it. And of course, you know we're just about it next week. But that's about it for I just we're gonna take a quick break and then we shall get into the review. Alright, now let's get into the part you all came for. Shall we review? First up, Ghanaian artist, rapper, singer, extraordinaire, Joey B has a new project out and it is called Lava Feels. He describes it as not a mixtape, not an EP, not an album, but rather a collection of songs. Now, Joey B, if you're listening to this, bro, you know I love you. You know I do. He's one of my favorite artists and just one of my favorite people on the planet all around. But... If I am to be absolutely honest, this definitely sounds like a mixtape to me, first of all. Second of all, I do not know why he released at least half of this project. 
Honestly, for me, it sounds like the tracks that didn't make the cut for his Daryl EP. And the Daryl EP for me was completely mind-blowing, like game-changing compared to his previous work. For me, this just sounds like an extension of his signature sound. And for me, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with an artist having a signature sound or um, a particular kind of flow or subject matter that they talk about. But this project for me just sounded reductive. If you don't know what reductive means, ask Madonna or look it up. An example of this is the track La Bamba, which features Sakuria. And for me, it comes nowhere near any of their previous work. And I understand, of course, you're not going to love every artist's release. Of course, they can't constantly match their previous or their future work, for example. But it comes nowhere near tracks like um, Tonga or La Familia and things. And, ah... Uh, Especially because I saw a lot of people talking about this song and making it seem as if it's the greatest thing in the world. And that's the thing for me. When I get into these reviews, I don't like to pay too much attention to social media. I really sort of immerse myself into what the artist is saying about the project. I try not to read any reviews so that my opinion is completely authentic and is an honest critique from me. So that is completely, well, as uninfluenced as it could possibly be. And I had noticed a couple of people tweeting about this song, but then when I finally got into it whilst I was listening to the project, I was, it's okay, but I was kind of underwhelmed. And what finished me was, Joy B also had the audacity to tweet that if him and Sakuria were to do a joint project, like an EP, a mixtape, an album, or something of the sort, it would be Africa's version of Watch the Throne, which I can agree with. But I was like, bro, what happened to the joint project you were supposed to have with Puppy? Like, I would have liked that first. And for a surprise project that Lava Feels is, I really wasn't surprised. I feel like Joey B, who I respect so much as an artist, came into the game, created his own lane, took a break, and then sat back and watched all of the artists that are inspired by him come up. He came back, embraced them, went toe-to-toe -to -toe with them, allowed them to have a seat by him. But getting into this project, I started to get the feeling that Joey B seems, well, at least on here, he sounds like he's stuck in his own time loop. And after soaking the project for a couple of weeks and then now reading the reviews, I don't know how nobody has said this because it's very obvious. And I know you probably feel the same way. With all due respect, because I love all of them. Doesn't this project kind of sound like it could have been the bonus tracks of a Lamem tape? No? You know you're thinking it. But finally, when you get to about track four, five, the project starts to redeem itself with this track called Over You that features Asante and Odunsi. And if it ain't about the money, then we no go see chorus, please. Every sunrise, we they pray for the guap. It go over you by the time the money drop. Over you by the time the money drop. Now on the second half of the project, that's when you get into what we actually came for. This is where you get to see a glimmer of Joey B's potential and you get to see him toe that fine line of him keeping his youth, but then stepping into a little bit of maturity as well. This he demonstrates on tracks far away that features um, FOKM Boys member and Red Red member uh, Mensa, who sounds phenomenal on this track. Honestly, it's a Mensa song, <laughs> to be very honest, but it's a really great song. It's one of my favorites. Um, and also Hard Knocks by that features uh, Kojo Q. Now, these tra two tracks together, I feel like could have been an A and B side to each other because they're really dope. So we're going to get into probably, let's do Far Away. 
close off the project with a song called too hot that was produced by el and features el and papi kojo absolutely love this song it is hard af i actually don't think i've heard papi kojo um el and joy be on a track together since their iconic song all black from el's bar two mixtape but this song too hot i think was the perfect close to the project considering i really disliked the first half and had i not been a fan of joey b and had to review this for you guys i probably might have missed it which really really pains me because it's such a dope song it's like 80s synth hip hoppy electro the weekend anime night rider that's what it sounds like to me and it is so i cannot wait to bang this in the clubs once we're finally safe to go out again but i've been playing it non-stop i added immediately to my playlist absolutely love this song. i love it so much that if you guys ever hear me do like a sample this or do a cover of this or something of the sort just know i said it here first because it bangs shout out to el for producing this so dope i want to hear more so i'm going to play it for you guys and then we'll come back and give my final thoughts oh As in, do you see what I was talking about? Where was all of this energy from the beginning of the project? Anyway, let's get into my final thoughts. Now, what I actually would have done, not like you, I'm just about to give you my unsolicited unsolicited A&R advice, right? What I would have done is chopped off, like I already said, half of this project, yes? And I would have kept these five tracks in this order. Far Away, featuring Mensa, Hard Knocks, Over You, Affection, and Close With Too Hot. That, for me, would have made it a decent, like, perfect um, project to put out. But, uh, yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, add to playlist, Definitely Too Hot. Um, definitely far away and over you if you really feel like it because it has Odunsi and Santi but then we're gonna talk about Odunsi in a bit because he has some hot things for you what's the score it really pains me to say this it really does because I love Joey so much but this is about to be the lowest scoring project that we have had on the podcast so far I am so sorry Joey but uh, the final score that I'm giving it is 5.5 out of 10. It is what it is. Moving on, let's get into Odun C. He has a new EP out. It is called Everything You Heard Is True. And he's calling himself the leader of the sluts. And I'm here for it. Now, I didn't know how badly I needed an Odun C project. Because I was listening back to Rare, his debut album. Which I think you can play again and again and again. But for everybody, if you grew up on like Limb Biscuit, Kanye West, Britney Spears, Grimes, and maybe like the TV show Speed Racer, this project 
is for you. For me, it sounded like an anime uber... You know I'm about to get <laughs> crazy with my descriptions right now. Pisces fantasy is jumping out. It sounded like an anime uber ride into the Alte scene. If that makes sense. Now, for people who do not un- understand, the term Alte is um, short for alternative music of African origin with a taste of West African influence. It's a combination of trap, electric R&B influences told in the context of millennial Afrobeat. Think, this is basically for the cool kids on the block, reliving and redefining their childhood by expressing their, um, their individuality. It's kind of like the punk scene of 80s UK, but instead in our connotation, um, Tonte DK and Britney Spears are equal icons. Does that make sense? Now, um, Odunsi, <laughs> I told you I was just going to go off on a tangent. Odunsi demonstrates this on songs such as New Finesse and Wicked Sexy, which are two of my personal favorites, although you can literally play this entire EP from top to bottom in its order and it just sounds great. Like, skip absolutely nothing. So, hmm, shall we do, I don't know, New Finesse or Wicked Sexy? Let's do Wicked Sexy, why not? Shawty, I'm picking like Vicky. Shawty, I'm sexy, kinda like Britney. Shawty, don't text me if and when you miss me. Cookies on my line now, they wanna get freaky quickly. Molly, we could try this. Fucking on my mind, feeling sidekicks. You can sleep with the pipers. Baby, you can buy this wicked. Sexy, Shawty, I'm picking. Sexy. Are you getting the drifts of what I was trying to explain? You see what I mean? From start to finish, I absolutely loved this project. Like I already said, I could not skip a single track. What surprised me is when Odunsi tweeted that apparently there is some, or I think he did an article, something of the sort. He said that enough people like the project, but there was a couple of people who felt that this was a departure from his old work, duh. And personally, I feel if you're a real Odunsi fan, this is him. I think there's a significant amount of growth from his Time of Our Lives mixtape to singles such as In the Morning to his debut album Rare to Here. I get it. He's weird and he's exploring and I'm here for it. Um, and I also don't think that Odunsi's too bothered as to whether you understand him or you get it or not. But I think he definitely is aware that people, well, that we are watching and waiting because I didn't think we were going to get an Odunsi project for quite a while. I was waiting on Santi to drop a project next, but Odunsi, I thought it was going to come maybe like end of the year. So I really appreciated this. Thank you so much, Odunsi. Really, really dope project. Um, What's the score? I'm going to give it a very strong 7.9 out of 10. Almost an 8. I was tempted to give it an 8.2. If you want to go with 8.2 out of 10, I will not be mad because... It is pretty dope. It's just so cohesive and just so now and so tomorrow and so yesterday all at the same time. Does that make sense to you? Um, If you're going to add any of the songs to your playlist and you're not going to listen to it from start to finish for reasons unbeknownst to me, my personal favorites and songs that I think you need to add to your playlist immediately, New Finesse, Wicked Sexy, and a jam for all the hoes, the sluts, and the showers called body count if you wanna if you want something you can jump to in the club in the shower on the road in the street where you can just express yourself and shake your nyash body count is the track for you and here is why 
about your body count, let your body bounce. Don't worry about your body count, let your body bounce. Don't worry about your body count, let your body bounce. Don't worry about your body count. Hey, fuck it up, hey. fuck it up, hey. fuck it up, hey. fuck it up. Hey. Now, is it a pop or is it a popping tin? Didn't I tell you? Uh uh, as in a jam. And that brings us to the end of Shall We Review, but it's not quite the end of the show. Gotta say a special shout out to Zambezi Group Botswana one more time. They're offering everybody who's living in Khabarini, Botswana, protective face shields that are going for only 55 pula. They come in five amazing colors such as teal, white, black, maroon, and navy blue. It doesn't obstruct your vision and it is made of food grade clear plastic it also serves as a reminder for you not to touch your face because there's a clear barrier that sits right in front of your face if you'd like to order yours all you have to do is give them a call on plus two six seven seven four nine eight nine five double eight that is seven four nine eight nine five double eight and make sure you let them know that kwame sent you okay now let's get into your whatsapp broadcast aka ncb this is not like the fake book news that you read in your whatsapp group this is news that you actually need. For those creatives living in Botswana, First National Bank has something really special. They're calling for art submissions and they're giving away prizes to help you fund your creative pursuits and businesses and things that you do. So they're looking for dancers, they're looking for designers, they're looking for um, poetry writers, they're looking for content producers, almost anything they've got you covered. So if you feel like you have some dope content that you would like to shoot and share that could um, be related to the COVID-19 pandemic that we are living through. Sketch up your ideas and make sure you get on to www.thegazette.news. You might have missed the deadline because they did have some deadlines for the 22nd of May, but there are some that are still open until the 28th of May. So make sure you hurry and make your way to www.thegazette.news. E double T E dot news. Okay. Moving on to Nigerian artist and DJ Cuppy. She has revealed the first edition, volume one, of her hashtag Cuppy DM tracks. Now, what it is is she has created a platform, an online playlist for independent unsigned artists to get their music featured by her, which I think is a really cool idea. Now, if you would like to submit your tracks, this is open to anyone, absolutely anywhere. You don't necessarily have to be a Nigerian artist, but here are the conditions, okay? If you want to submit your songs, send your links of your uploaded um, SoundCloud song to Cuppy's SoundCloud DM. Include your name, song title, and social media links in the SoundCloud DM that you send to her, okay? Now, only songs uploaded in 2020, as in this year, qualify. And you have to add the hashtag CuppyDMTracks to your upload, okay? So that's hashtag C-U-P-P-Y-D-M-T-R-A-C-K. Get with it. Now, for all of you who like to party, who like to dance, who like to do those TikTok challenges, or maybe you just want to work out and do something different, lose a little bit of weight, or just stay healthy, I have something for you, okay? It is called the Afrobeats Workout. It is 10 of the most addictive routines to learn during this lockdown. It was written by Ghanaian model and writer Echo Barnes, and I think it's really dope. You guys should check it out. See if there are any dancers on there that you may not know that you want to test your skills, put up on TikTok or wherever it is, or just to keep in shape or to do with your friends and your family, whoever it is you're quarantining with. 
think it would be fun. The um, dances you can learn there is the Pilolo, Shaku, Ena, which I've never heard of before, probably seen it, probably danced it anywhere, I don't know. And also the shoe challenge that was created by Ghanaian choreographer and dancer Dance God Lloyd. Also, speaking of Ghana, DJ Jules, whose project um, Happy Place that we reviewed last week, he has a new EP coming out again so soon this time with um, american dj and producer sango it is called the fufu and grits ep and it's going to be out may 28th which is this coming friday depending on when you're listening to this i'm really excited just from the title alone it's only two tracks but i'm, I'm ready to get into it now for people who are not familiar with sango he has produced tracks for tinashe bryson tiller and the list goes on and Jules in 2019 alone collaborated with the likes of Burner Boy, Gold Link, and Tyler the Creator. Moving on to the playlist, which is an Apple Music playlist of 10 of the hottest tracks that I think you need to check out right now, curated by me, of course. Um, in there, I've added some new tracks, taken some out. I think I've only left in one track from the previous week. But stuff to look out for, Naya Kanji has a song in there called Ungrateful. I already told you from the review that we did of her a Vivid Emotions EP, one of my favorite songs right now and one of my favorite songs um, of that project and one of my favorite projects of this year. There's also some Joey B in there, some Odunsi, obviously, since we discussed their projects this week. Trouble by DRB, Las Giddy and featuring Thames is still in there because I absolutely love that song. There is some new Lady Donnelly in there that features Darko Vibes and was produced by Kuvi. I'm not going to tell you the title. You can go figure it out and find it for yourself. Zimbabwean singer Shasha has a song called Tender Love that is taking over South Africa. It features DJ Maparisa and Kabza Small. It's in the playlist as well. If you want to get it, all you have to do is go on to my Instagram. That is at official Kwame. Check the highlight reel and it'll be there for you. And we can't leave without talking about the mix list, which is a one hour plug in and play mix by AD DJ and hosted by me. I think it's about time that we have a new one. So maybe next week we'll, we'll update it for you guys. But if you'd like to access all of this information and more, make sure you get onto my Instagram. That's at official Kwame. Okay. The playlist is there for you. The mix list is there for you. And of course, the reading list. The reading list this week is Africa is taking over Billboard, Living Legends, Div Vito, Mr. Easy, and Wizkid are part of Billboard's first ever issue devoted to the African continent. Now, this is in a new Billboard story entitled, This Isn't a Fad. Three of Africa's biggest stars on making the industry come to them. This was stated in the article that goes on to say, The next musical revolution is brewing in Africa. And I stand by that. Now, the article sees Niger the Nigerian stars addressing topics such as life under quarantine. And for people who do not know, Davido's um, fiance actually contracted the coronavirus, but she's currently um, recovering from it. So he discusses that in the article. Also, the dollar amounts that they're making as artists within the industry, the differences between major label and independence routes within Afrobeats as a category, and the factors that have played a part in the music industry's investment in Africa. I think it's really dope. The supporting images for this were absolutely gorgeous. Gotta say shout out to Daniel Abasi who styled the shoot. He's done work with Burna Boy for GQ. He's also worked with Alte King um, Odunsi on his video for Star Signs. And it's a really dope article. I think you guys should read it. It goes on to explore the history of African artists in Western mainstream music, new generation African superstars such as Wizkid, and more. 
And that unfortunately brings us to the end of another fantabulous episode of Can We Talk, the podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with me and you'd like me to perhaps review your projects or there's anything you'd like to come and advertise, you have a small business that you'd like to do, we're not too expensive on this podcast. We like to be available for the people and for the kids, okay? All you have to do is shoot me an email. My email address is info.officialkwame at gmail.com. That is info.officialkwame at gmail.com or simply just get onto any one of my social media page pages that is at official Kwame okay I'm most active on Instagram and Twitter as you probably know right now which is where you can find all of the information that we have discussed on this episode of the podcast and previous ones too don't forget to get the mix list and the playlist gotta say a special shout out to our sponsor this week because i'm busy group Botswana. i love that they're back again and of course to akrawi day for hosting us bro that could be you that could be advertising on this show what are you waiting for our race are not bad though just send me an email i've already given you the email address or tweet at me or dm me rather so it looks professional on Twitter or on Instagram, my handle, you already know it. If you don't know it, I don't know what you're working for. Whether you be artist or you are doing fashion, beauty, a lifestyle, food, whatever it is that you have, you want to advertise, you're starting a small business, you're looking for somewhere to advertise, you don't have budget for radio or for television, just come and be putting it here. Bro, have you not seen? Everybody's listening to the podcast. I be you, you, they listen now. Everybody's listening. Don't wait for anyone. Just bring your coins. We'll take it. No, depending on the price. Because we have our rates. Okay. Oh, yeah. Honestly, guys, I'm really just rambling at this point. But thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. Really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I do. I'm being dramatic, but I really... I'm rambling. To God be the glory. Bye-bye.